If you give Maya an inch, she will take everything, imperceptibly. Therefore, we must be very cautious, very careful from the very beginning. And how are we careful? It's no mystery, it's no great secret. If we always organize and manage our life under the supervision of great souls who are detached from material enjoyment, if at every step we move with their blessings, then there's no chance that maya can creep into our life. But as soon as we take our life into our own hands, as soon as we become so ridiculously proud to think that I can decide what is best for me, then what we are doing is we are simply putting the welcome mat out. Maya, please come. Therefore, the great souls, they never act independent of the guru and the sadhus. And we find that even the greatest personalities, by their example, they humble themselves before the great souls and take instruction. Just to show uh, the common man. When Lord Ramchandra was living in the forest with Vishwamitra Muni, and actually throughout his entire life, he would practically never make a major decision in his life without first approaching Vishwamitra Muni, Vishishta Muni, or the great devotees to inquire, do I have your blessings to do this? Knowing that without the blessings of the great souls, anything that we do is condemned. Anything we do is simply by the power of Maya's influence. You know, oftentimes, Srila Prabhupada, they tell us, that in preaching, if we want to really, really go into a situation that's difficult and establish Krishna consciousness, we must go in like a needle and out like plow. You have heard this saying? If a person is ready for Krishna consciousness, you go in like a plow and you come out like a bomb. Their material life is obliterated and all that's left is Hare Krishna. But for a person who is very, very closed to receiving spiritual knowledge, you have to go in like a needle, like a little pin, so he doesn't even know you're coming. And once you get in, you come out like plow. Now, do you think that Maya does not know our philosophy? Everything that Guru teaches us Maya hears. And she knows that this is the way to destroy a person who is Krishna conscious. She takes our own philosophy and uses it against us. She comes in like a needle and out like a plow for those who are devotees. So we must be very, very careful. The needle of Maya cannot enter our life as long as we are being protected by the grace of Krishna and his devotees. Therefore, we should be very, very careful. We should be very careful not to do anything, not to say anything, and we should even 
avoid as far as possible thinking anything that does not have the auspicious blessings of our spiritual master and the great souls. We should know that anything contrary to the instructions of the great saintly persons is Maya. She may disguise herself just like Ravana. How did he catch Sita? He disguised himself as a very saintly person because Sita, she would not have allowed herself to be vulnerable to a wicked-minded person. He disguised himself as a very pious and gentle sadhu. And therefore Sita was thinking, there's no reason to guard myself against him. He's a great saint. He's asking for something I should give. And then Ravana, after she went beyond the limits of where she was protected by the order of Ram and Lakshman, she was simply stolen away. In the same way, Maya will steal us. Maya appears to be our best friend. Sometimes she even appears to be Krishna himself. And then we put trust in Maya. And then we want to reciprocate an offer of ourselves in the service of Maya. And then before we know it, we're in the hands of Ravana. We're in the hands of the material energy. So it is not difficult. Krishna consciousness is very simple. We never have to be subject to this condition of life. Krishna consciousness is simple for the simple and complicated for the complicated. If you simply are submissive and humble, if you simply accept, I know nothing, but Krishna's representatives, they know everything. And before making any major decisions in our life, before making any decisions, we must be sure that our decision is confirmed by higher authorities. If we always act in this way, Maya has no place in our life. She can tempt us, she can taunt us, she could harass us, but she cannot come into our life. The doors are locked. But as soon as you take your life in your own hands, you are Maya's property. So therefore, we must approach spiritual life, pranipashnena sevaya. We must inquire submissively from Guru. And we must render service. If we always keep our minds filled with the transcendental vibration through hearing and chanting the glories of the Lord. And we know that we should only hear and chant the glories of the Lord from those persons who are detached from material enjoyment. And we are always receiving our instructions and our direction in life from them and them only. And if we always keep our mind and our senses and our words engaged in their loving service, the service of such great souls, then we are in a fearless condition. Nothing can stop our spiritual progress. It's very simple. Just be humble. Just be submissive. 
simply accept the guidance of great souls in your life. Accept the guidance of Guru, Sadhu and Shastra. And then there are no dangers. Isn't that simple? Why do we complicate things with our own mental conceptions, our own mental speculations? So we should just chant Hare Krishna and be happy. You were listening to Radhanath Swami on devotionalnectar.com.